Welcome to the Astrology Days podcast. My name's Johnny. I'm here with my buddy, Ben Travers. We've been on the road together for, I don't know, past 12 years or so, and all sorts of different projects, and continue to tour um, with uh, whoever will have us, but just not this year. So <laughs> I wanted to talk to a close friend and, and, and sort of, uh, I mean, we've been keeping in touch and it's something that I think everybody is is in need of right now as a friend, someone to kind of get us through. And Benny's been that for me this uh, this year. And we've worked together on several uh, remote recording projects, which I'm really proud of. And um, he's helped me with my record and a bunch of other people's records at Astrology Days Studios. And um, just all around, you know, someone I can rely on, good pal. And we're talking with him now. We're going to see what he's got to say about this year. So, Benny, you there? Yeah, man. I'm here. Awesome. Uh, hey, well, everybody. And, and likewise, on all of that, um, Johnny, you know, you've definitely kept me sane uh, during this, um, you know, pandemic, during this uh, time that we've had uh, home that we usually don't have and, um, you know, more time to deal with things that we usually don't have and you've definitely been uh, a person I could bend their ear and always look to for solid advice and you know a solid opinion on all things not just music related and uh, we've definitely spent more time on the road I think I've spent more time with you than most people have spent with some family members um, especially on the road um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to uh, do this podcast with you, my friend. Thanks, bro. We're here. Um, we're still still kicking, so we got to do something. Um, yeah, so let's let's talk about like how this all sort of started out for you. I mean, it was kind of the same for me. We both started out on the road in January, and then things quickly declined uh, as soon as March hit. But um, you, you've been doing some gigs here and there. I've been doing some gigs here and there. Um, January to the time that COVID um, kind of, you know, went mainstream, uh, I was on the road and uh, I work for the band Twiddle. They're a jam based, uh, jam band based uh, band in uh, Vermont. And um, we were actually on the West Coast doing about a three and a half week tour. Um, and uh, we were, I think, we were in Arizona when we kind of got the word that things were happening and people started to wear masks and places started to close down, but we didn't really get word if tour was going to end or when it was going to end. Um, and then the last two, three gigs of that tour got canceled and then, you know, everything kind of flipped and did a 180. Uh, but during the spring and summer, um, they kept pretty busy with uh, their mainstream kind of vibe and doing some driving gigs. So for most of the summer, we took advantage and fall. We took advantage of the driving gigs and uh, whatever live stream kind of opportunity to just kind of, you know, give out to the fans and uh, keeping people's eyes and ears, you know. Yeah, I, I remember talking to you through that. That seemed kind of like that was rough. I didn't do any of those, so I don't know how they, how they sort of worked. But um, 
it seemed like kind of tough to do. It, no? it, it, it was it was so different in the fact that, you know, when you go into a venue or if you go into even an outdoor gig, you kind of somewhat know what you're walking into. Uh, but with the drive-in, you didn't know how things were going to be handled. And being that we're also, you know, under the stress or added stress of the pandemic, uh, you didn't know how people were going to be handling their end of the bargain as well, you know, um, yeah. whether yep. if they were going to be, you know, taking it serious, number one, you know, with their staff, with the people that were going to be entering the, the property, um, helping us on stage, you know, are they getting tested? Are they taking their temperature? You know, all, all those things. Uh, so it's just a different variable that, you know, we kind of had to deal with, but you know, being road dogs as we are is just kind of another skill set that we've improved on. And, uh, you know, being able to adapt um, is kind of, you know, the name of the game. So it was it was difficult in, 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 in certain aspects, but then cool and, um, you know... Uh, fresh you know just because of the different vibe people in their cars but not in their cars are kind of hanging out they're camping in front of them sometimes putting out a blanket <laughs> Man, in sounds... front or a blanket on t- a blanket on <laughs> top of the like car such a nightmare to me. <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah no it could that sounds it, so <laughs> not worth it well uh for me we'll i didn't have to leave the stage i haven't done one yet <laughs> um <laughs> but. but 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 for the for the for the festival goer or show goer or the person or people putting on the show kudos you know to them yeah. deal, dealing with all of that stuff um Shout out to but i didn't have to leave to my like i didn't have to leave my five by five area where the monitor console you know exists but right. yeah <laughs> No, I, I, we take it for granted too. I mean, I, I'm, my mindset is just so far from sitting in a field, like in my car and paying mm-hmm. for that and going to see me or whoever, wh- whoever it may be. Um, but people want it that bad and thank God they do because I don't know. It's it was, such a different it was a mindset way for some of us to get through, which is cool, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we, I mean, I did a couple of shows mostly indoors. I was telling you about that dude, Mark Muller, um, who's like mostly a studio guy and uh, works a lot in, in New Jersey, um, hired me for some gigs. And we did some, some gigs like uh, in venues that were like, I think they, they capped it at, you know, 10%. Couldn't have more than 10% of the, the venue filled. And those were great. Um, but, you know, I don't see that sort of being some long-term thing here. Sure. And you said there was already a different kind of vibe, you know, and, Oh, of course. I mean that you, you really, I mean, you could walk around, you just like kind of turn a corner and immediately see the fear in people's eyes that like you were in front of them. Um, and some people just sort of went on like it was normal too, Mm -hmm. which kind of scared me. Like I was kind of on the end of like, well, you're not even acting like, this is even a thing. So it's weird. Everybody's approach is different. And as when you're all stuck under the same roof, it, there's like all these mixed messages flying around people's like intuitive, like brains. Like you could almost see these little clouds over people's heads that like are super scared. (laughs) And then the, there's these other, this like other crowd of people that like 
kind of aren't really acknowledging that anything's wrong and whether that's their def- defense mechanism or it's, it still kind of freaks out this other group of people. And then, you know, there's me. <laughs> I'm lucky. I get to sit like in the back of the venue behind everyone. So I think I'm in kind of right. the safest the, space. The, the, the main observer. Yeah. But it was weird. You know, we, we had to get this together for, um, uh, he did like 50 years of American beauty, mm-hmm. uh, the grateful dead record. And we did all these like kind of YouTube rehearsals. He sent a bunch of notes and a bunch of different, um, tunes, uh, alongside that some like the band and Crosby stills and Nash and other stuff. Um, and like, I was just watching this YouTube video every day, you know, soaking so, up the information. So was, was there, really, was there any practices or rehearsals like in person before the gig no we just went in and did them cold but basically uh watched this youtube video which was cool but also kind of like you know waking up every day i don't know it was i was just really hoping that this isn't becoming the way but uh i was grateful for it because those are those guys are such good players do you think it could turn into something um like for for those guys, even if you weren't maybe uh, involved, you know, is this something that that they, that they want to continue? Um, you know, I mean, if for because uh, you did say they're older, you know, they're older guys, uh, older cats, um, and I and, and with COVID, you know, the older generation or some of them are definitely taking it more serious, you know, or serious. Um, yeah, I think like me, they were just happy to play, sure, and sure. Uh, get some stage time. A lot of the stuff that I do and that you do or you watch us do or, or participate within the, the thing is it's really reliant on, on staying on the bandstand and, and having that time because that's where most of our – it's where most of my education has taken place, like is being up there and being able to improvise and, and search for – a creative space and, and kind of evolve that and have that become what it is people are listening to, you mm-hmm. know, it's evolving yeah. over time in front yeah. and you can't really do that in, in rehearsals. You can kind of hit these main points or things that, um, that give people like some clarity or markers on when they got to hit certain sections and whatnot. But that magic is all kind of, mm-hmm. it really yeah, is that- magic. It's not something that you can do in rehearsal. So, yeah, it's that interpersonal you know. connection, you know, that you get yeah. um, with that said musician or, or bandmate. And, you know, uh, that connection comes on and off the stage, you know, which is very important mm-hmm. uh, where you can have these conversations like we're having now. But then we could have a moment on stage and all you're doing is, you know, conversing on stage. So the yep. better that, you know. Um, people feel more comfortable with the person or you're just kind of vibing with the person. It's just going to, like you said, serve the tune better. Right. So yes, I agree that I hope that it doesn't turn or the next generation of say, um, live music or music production or, you know, whatever isn't kind of painted into a corner. Um, I, I feel you. The streaming thing bums me out right now. I'm I'm having a hard time with it. I'm real fatigued by that uh, platform, just mm-hmm. because 
that's all that's there. You know? Yeah, and and that's what's happening at you know the studio right now too is that you know it's kind of all I can really offer uh, because you know or it's another thing that I could offer, but it seems like it's the only one that maybe people are wanting to do is just kind of the instant gratification of doing like a live stream. But at the same time, there's so much of that, you know, where it just kind of gets kind of like polluted, you know? Yeah. So it's like, (laughs) what can you do? What can we do to kind of stand apart? And it kind of goes to the the same, the same conversation of like the drive-in. It's like, how do you make a drive-in special? You know, sure. Um, yeah. This is all getting beta tested right now. I, I liked what the Wood Brothers did and they just made a concert film. Right. And you could buy that. And mm-hmm. that was, you know, I think you can rely on that, uh, that model because. And it that does. lives on forever. You know, you spend the time yeah. pre and post to edit it and master and really spend time uh, putting on a really great event. And uh, now that's timeless, you know. Yeah. And I'm I'm kind of in that I I can stream and I wish I was in a way, but I'm also looking around and I'm like that. There's enough of those. Yeah, there's enough of those. And that, it's what can we do to kind of fill in the blanks or fill in the cracks that aren't you know being filled right now? Or you know I'm thinking of other ways that you can reach people. Um, and that's the thing is like if you can kind of rise to the top and usually, you know, the cream does. So but if there's so many streams out there and there's so much kind of everyone's trying to take up like this airspace, um, mm-hmm. how can you kind of cut through that? And, and, and I think, the, you know, the point that bands put so much out, but it's all kind of mediocre compared to just like you said, the Wood Brothers concentrated on just one concert. Mm-hmm. which is important, you know. Yeah, the quality is is important. I yeah. I have to shout out um Todd Reynolds because he's been one person, him and Andre both uh that have given me some hope in that field because they've done a really good job at kind of jumping out at me with uh with really good conversations, but also there's something about the quality in which they're doing they're streaming um, mm-hmm. both musically and in just sort of like the podcasting front that I think um, is really interesting. Like Todd, just as soon as his stuff pops into my feed, I'm there and I start like cooking dinner or something. Right. It's right. Just and, so and great. His stuff looks great. It's amazing clarity. And he knows, you know, he knows his gear. Um, he's definitely up on, um, all of the the right software to have and all of the right apps and plugins, you know. It's um, and it's just so amazing cuz he's like he's a really high highly respected musician and educator and someone who's able to like I don't know, that I think there's a lot of things that I would like to say that Todd just can say and kind of have a a whole bunch of people across the board of of different, you know, um different artistic realms can can soak it in really fast he's really good at that yeah across the board he uh, he has a really good outreach i think to many many different people platforms you know artists musicians all like and i really dig you know what andre's doing because you know he take 
or he did take something very special and close to home with him being a vegan and being very health conscious and stuff and wanted to also mix in music and politics and, you know, his own um, just kind of, you know, rapping with certain, you know, interviewees and and uh, guests and whatnot, but kind of just getting the word out, you know, with uh, living, you know, as as mindful as possible. And if you can just give up one day a week, you know, one day a week that you don't eat meat, you know, you're doing something. You're doing something that for it. the the world, the country, you know, our state, our our town, our city. Um, where, you know, you're, you're making a dent in some way, you know, your footprint, mm -hmm. your, your, you know, and I, I dig that because he started off just kind of going out and just kind of talking like, like we're doing and just, right. you know, talking to kind of nothing and now having guests on and, you know, all being a part of that cool, uh, webinar slash web class that, um, Todd had last week, um, that, you know, all gave us kind of pointers to kind of just just do it, you know, pretty much what I got out of his message was like, you know, just, just, just do it, you know, just continue mm -hmm. having your ideas and your visions and your goals and your dreams and stuff and just kind of keep working at it, you know, and that's the slow progress is still progress. And, um, yeah, I really, I really dig both of their approaches to the, to the new, to the new normal or whatever they're calling it, you know? Yeah. Good, good peeps. They're, they're very, um, very optimistic, and I, I like that. I need more of that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I tend to go towards the darkness over here sometimes. Yeah, the darkness and, is quite easy to go towards. And, you know, when you're playing an instrument, and I don't think that uh, this has happened, I mean, to anyone that we know that's alive, um, it's weird. It's I, I I've been sucked into so many weird places onto the Internet in which I thought maybe I'm going to be productive here or maybe I'm going to find the info I need to sort of, I don't know, whatever I thought I was doing, I think I was just sort of draining my battery instead of sitting at my drum kit, which was, I mean, I did do a fair amount of that, but a lot of this technology, man, I'm, I'm, I'm fully, do you I'm, think I'm you get my it? best to get away from it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, technology will easily drain us and, and even with they've have studies, you know, with the blue light coming off of the screen, what that does to yeah. our eyes and our brain, especially at nighttime when we're trying to when our brain or our body's telling us to wind down, you know. But yeah. I was going to ask you, what do you think you get the same recharge of your battery when you're practicing versus a gig? Uh, yeah, I, I would say those are two different things completely for me. Um, sitting down at the kit and just sort of expressing myself is super, um, I don't know what the right word is here, but that's something completely different than playing a gig for me because the gig stuff, I have a whole different part of my brain. I feel like turned on, you know, I'm a, I'm a one part of a sum and I'm sort of trying to, uh, make sure I'm reaching out to all the musicians on stage at different points in which they would need it. Right. Um, and when I'm just sitting here and playing, I'm kind of on my own. And I think I'm, I think the best way to sort of, um, 
to get better and have both of them kind of meet closer is to sit at your drum kit or whatever your instrument is really. And, um, try to sound as best as you can on your own. Uh, and that's, that's something I've, I've worked on this year. It's like, how, how much can I cram into my foundation so that when I do get up there, I'm a really effective player, you know, and someone that they can rely on and build off of. Yeah. 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 That's what you want. You want all those foundations to be super strong. You want your groove to be there. You want your, um, all, all those things that sort of make up a good drummer, um, dynamics everything yeah i mean it it just it's just making their job easier you know when you're conversing and you're uh say listening to understand versus listening to reply Mm -hmm. um that's all kind of what music is you know so if you're kind of just the foundation as you say um it's just making their conversation easier you know, they know that you're listening <laughs> and and they're listening and um, it could only benefit the tune, you know. And as drummers, that's our, our main job. Agreed there, my friend. So let's talk about astrology days a little bit okay. on your end. Because yeah. on my end, I kind of laid that out on the on the first episode. But on your end, you've got the studio up there. Mm-hmm. which I've, uh, you know, frequented as much as safely as I can, you know, <laughs> like working on something project-based stuff. You know, I wish we were hanging more for sure, but, um, tell us about the studio. Well, astrology days started about two years ago. Um, you know, I was kind of searching for a place, um, that I can be creative and also help other people others be creative and I was on the road a lot and when I came home I really didn't have kind of anything to kind of pour into and you know I'd come off the road and be you know have all these creative juices kind of flowing in my head whether it was uh, musically drumming wise or just wanting to be mixing or around it and I didn't have that place and I discovered this old church that's uh, in Wilkes-Barre PA downtown and um, renovated this kitchen into a studio. And Astrology Days was born. And, um, you know, over the last two years, I've had, you know, rehearsals and uh, live streams and other sort of projects come through. Um, Mainly, you know, what I've been doing is just editing and uh, mixing other people's tracks and uh, mastering, you know, stuff for albums and such. Um, But, you know, what I really wanted it to be initially um, was just kind of a one-stop shop for artists um, and musicians alike to be able to come and, and feel comfortable and being able to create and um, express themselves and uh, a place to kind of just help the the art community, you know, here and everywhere. Um, and it's been going well, you know, the, the COVID and uh, the pandemic has put kind of a standstill on everything, especially what we could have or artists or musicians, you know, traveling from other states and stuff like that. But, you know, we're plugging along. And, um, just the other day, you know, we had a, uh, a, a holiday, um, 
show with this local band, Sue's. Uh, they're a local uh, rock and roll, blues, funk band, and they've always uh, played the, the River Street Jazz Cafe annually on Christmas night. You know, it's always a big crowd. People are home for the holidays. People are home from school and stuff, and that wasn't going to be going on, so I threw it out there and offered the guys to come and record a set uh, to kind of, you know, continue the tradition. And we're nice. just going to be donating the proceeds to uh, Carve by Cancer. Um, it's a cancer foundation. Um, one of their mutual friends passed away a couple years ago, and they set up a ser- uh, separate uh, charity, Live Like Brent. Um, so we're going to be just donating the proceeds to that, you know, set up a virtual tip jar, and um, they're going to drop it on the. We recorded it last week, and we will uh, drop it on the 30th of uh this month december and um and yeah yeah you know we we've been trying to work with local musicians and 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 anyone who you know would love to just uh be a part of the the mission you know that's great man that's a tough place to do that too and we've had that conversation before um so i consider astrology day as a, a bright light in that downtown because that town needs it. It needs music and it needs somewhere for uh, a community to, to be reborn after all this. Yes. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm hoping that astrology days can, can be that. And, you know, and Wilkes-Barre can become like what I've always kind of felt in my heart, um, that it could become, you know, it's always kind of this city that takes two steps forward, three steps back. Um, but there is like exciting kind of things happening, especially on like Franklin street, um, where, uh, astrology days resides. Um, you know, there's plans of them renovating, uh, this huge iron temple across the street, which is going to be, you know, a home for a new music venue along with a co-op and little shops and stores. Um, so there's a lot of things that could, you know, happen downtown. Um, and it is a college town, you know, um, with, two major universities being in our city. Um, but mm-hmm. art, but art hasn't always been, um, you know, a main focus and, uh, more and more money has been taken out of the arts as of late, you know, even from middle school all the way up and certain even colleges taking their majors away of, uh, you know, music related things, majors, minors, stuff like that. And, I'm just trying to be a place where anyone can come to because right now there isn't that. Um, right. Yeah, there just there really isn't that, and I, you know, I and I kind of felt that I guess beforehand, like there wasn't that place for me. So I wanted to, to, to first and foremost have a place for me, for you know for me and my friends and family to be able to have a place where we could rehearse and practice and you right, know right and all of that you know and it's turned into yeah. a, a home from a home for many where they can go and, and and feel comfortable with you know having an idea and being like oh okay cool i have a place that i can go do that you know and and having astrology right, right. days uh records you know um as a you know sister company to astrology mm-hmm. days is that you know i always felt like record labels always had kind of a uh, in-house studio, you know, 
or several that they use for their artists because then the consistency was there, you know, and, right. and, and, you know, the family kind of vibe was there, which I know sure. that we feel the same about. And so does Pappy, you know? Well, you know, me and you kind of gravitated to the same music pretty early on. Like we made up our minds, <laughs> <laughs> what we liked and what we didn't like and, and, and kind of stuck to a certain sound. And this place is um, where a lot of those sounds are going to be born kind of coming up here. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the, I did some stuff um, at astrology days uh, studios recently for Mike Gordon from fish who I play with Ben tours with. Um, we worked on some, some tracks there I've got some other stuff I'm going to be working on kind of half at the barn and half in astrology days where we're working on some sample packs, ambient stuff and some drum shots and grooves and stuff like that. Um, Where are you thinking about putting out the sample packs? I don't know. I have a, um, a buddy who thinks I should reach out to splice who, or who wants to help me reach out to them about doing it, but I'm just not, I see a lot of people doing that right now and they're so good that I'm kind of just thinking going to keep mine to myself (laughs) and like, you know, here's my sound. And if somebody wants to sort of grab some of that, I'll make one for them or sure. You know, if a company is like, Oh wow, we really like this sound. Can you do one for us? Then I would do that for them. But I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of thinking this is going to reach, a few people that, you know, might not be ready to hire me or, or just aren't ready for that, mm-hmm. but want some sounds to, to mess around with or, or play around with. Um, and that'll be a good starting place because, yeah. you know, it'll help some people finish some music maybe, or just get some, some ideas out. I, I think a lot of the stuff that I have ideas for are just like, you know, good creative ways to jam and having like, instead of like uh, a metronome to play to, you've got these sort of ornamented grooves, whether they're like half electronic or half acoustic um, or both, you know, like some mixed together. Um, That's kind of the, what I'm thinking, you know, so, so really well produced sort of ornamented metronomes in which they're easy and fun to sort of like hear a groove on that you sure. might have in your head. Yeah. And spur a so, bunch of ideas. Exactly. Yeah. So I've been, I've, I've been heard of splice. That. Have you heard of that drum sound? I have. Yes. Okay. Cause I, cause I don't that, know. I thought that was just one guy though. Uh, no, I think there's actually like several artists on there. You could submit, you know, stuff. Oh, um, okay. but I know that, um, what I like to do as well is I go on Bandcamp and I search for like drumless tracks because I yeah you sent as, me those you know, that yeah, one guy yeah um, just because those you know uh, a metronome gets you know somewhat monotonous but I always have one running but you know alone but when it mm-hmm. comes to like playing with a song on you know sometimes Spotify and stuff um, certain like genres can kind of get a little played you know, um, that I, or, or maybe I'm not like really vibing with per just like a loop, you know, where, where you can really just shed over or just, you know, more importantly, set the metronome to 88 and just groove to it for like 12 minutes Mm -hmm. and like not really work on fills or not even think of a fill. You're just really thinking of 
serving the loop, you know, mm. um, which has really improved my playing over this like pandemic time, you know, trying Mine to, too, man. trying to take a negative and turn it into a positive, you know, we have been given this time and, um, with what we do and, you know, the amount of time that we have to kind of put into other people's stuff, um, mm. it's been, you know, nice to be able to put a lot of time into my own playing um, and also astrology days, you know, always kind of revamping things there, um, trading gear, upcycling gear, you know, um, taking the place all apart, putting it back together, knowing, you know, trying to make it more efficient, you know, that kind of vibe. So uh, when I'm on the road for three months in a row, it, it, it's quite impossible um, to, to, to have anything kind of, uh, you know, pick up, you know. Right. Well, shout out to all the crew and studio rats out there yeah. doing the same because it's it's been a year of that kind of shuffling around stuff in the studio trying to get a sound. Um, and yeah, I feel that, man. I've, I've gotten a lot of great sounds out of this room that I'm, I'm working in right now and grateful to have it, but it took some time. It, it took a couple of like projects, you know, I did a lot of stuff for free this year and I, I took some, some as much paying work that came my way. Um, and a lot of it was very informative on holes in my own playing and where I can get better as an engineer and all mm -hmm. that. So I feel like I'm in a really good spot, you know, heading into to next year. I, but I do, I, I really miss some amount of live, you know? Yeah. I mean, the one just thing some that amount of I, safety, I, yeah, I mean, to the, go out into the world. Yeah. That, and that, and that's like the biggest focus <laughs> on both of us are is, is the safety. And I feel like we always were particularly safe before all of this, you know, like, eh, I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, like, I'm very like, I mean, I'm very hygienic, <laughs> you know, to, to begin with. And I've always washed my hands and I eat vitamins and I drink an emergency every day. That was happening like pre COVID. Um, I've sure. just, I've yeah. just, I've just continued that and maybe just kind of enhanced it a little bit more. Uh, but I'm always a, a big proponent on, you know, getting outside, walking, working out, getting natural sunlight, you know, not eating garbage, not drinking tons of booze. You know, there's there's mm -hmm. all of those kind of things that now that we've had this time, you can kind of like more focus on, you know, when when we're on the road, every, every one day just turns into one week and then a month and, and you're home, you know. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of improvement this year for for me. And and also just you know, you really do if you have to look at what's gone on this year and sort of really look at the ways in which you kind of shine through because there are so many obstacles for everyone and what they are versus what someone else went through hardly means anything, you know. It's like everybody dealt with such specific sets of weird circumstances that they had to, to get through and also make a living or raise, a, uh, raise children or, you know, keep a household together or figure out how to live stream, you know, um, I mean, there's so much that went into this year for, for everyone. And I've 
I've had times where I've struggled with realizing like, oh, okay, I am, I'm doing okay. You know, right. I'm, I'm making it through and that's important because right now, you know, if I, I think that's growth right there, sum up, you know, yeah. If I <laughs> the, can sum up this year, I, I, you know, I kept my family safe. I made sure that we didn't, you know, get, a, get ourselves into any sorts of situations in which we were, you know, compromised in, in some sort of health way and got us out of the city for a period of time, which was essentially the right move because, you know, we're a two artist, uh, household and both of our, our, uh, income is based on touring. So we had nothing, you know, as, as March rolled on, it mm-hmm. was, you know, it was completely canceled. So we would have really, you know, taken a hit in the city, gone broke. And, and there was just like so much crazy stuff going down that it was just not the place to raise a one-year-old. So, um, especially our hood that we were in, it was, it was just sort of like one of these blocks that, um, you know, there was just like a lot of commotion on it you yeah, know, that yeah. we didn't have to do with. Um, but we did our best and, uh, and everyone's good and safe and we're excited to go back soon. So, um, but back, yeah, back to, Bro- to back to Brooklyn. Shout out to anybody who, who went through multiple moves this year in order to not die. Cause <laughs> that's what we did. Yeah. We moved so many times and, and, and dragged our poor daughter with us everywhere we went. But, um, you it's, know, gr- it's growth she, all around. You know, good. you hope that everybody, you know, had some time to really kind of sit back and, you know, think about their lives and, and the lives of their loved ones and, you know, what they want to do and what they've accomplished, you know, and it is kind of like a, uh, a reset in a way, you know, but there's a, tons of people who are struggling out there and there's tons of people who haven't really had to really stop their day to day. Nothing's really changed, you know, or right. their day to day has just changed with like, say an influx of more people like in hospitals and, and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, coming to, a a year's end, you know, everybody's kind of hopefully, uh, going to be able to kind of take a deep breath and, and, um, you know, hope for some clarity, you know, moving forward and that we could, you know, move into this next year with a plan, um, as a country and, um, you know, and, and, uh, away from the darkness. (laughs) Right. Um, Anything else that uh, you want to get into this episode? I mean, we're going to have more. Oh, I'm we're going to have tons of episodes, will, uh, yeah. No, this I'm has hoping been, this that has you'll been, just talk with people cool. at some point. Like, I'd love to hear you and Andre on here. Yeah, no, would Andre really would be great. Awesome. I have a list of, um, actually, uh, like, people that have said that they're totally down, you know, with talking. Um, but, uh, let me see. So, you know, Ike Willis definitely said... I thought Andre, nice. you know, Andre, obviously, um, I thought it'd be cool to, to talk to Kevin and Danny from, uh, Jamflow management. You know, they're the, mm-hmm. the tour manager from Twiddle and then the management, uh, or manager of Twiddle, one of the managers of Twiddle, but Jamflow also has, uh, soul Monday under their bill. And they also have Eggy and, uh, the Higgs and Twiddle, obviously, um, and the special, um, so they have tons of, um, great artists and awesome things to talk about, you know, um, 
And then I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk to some crew guys, you know, too, and kind of get their perspective on some things, especially during these times. Um, yeah, of course. You know, maybe one of our favorite tour managers, Chris Friday. <laughs> um, oh, man. It would be so wonderful to have Chris on this. That would just, that, <laughs> again, too, let's just shout out the crew. A lot of people don't really recognize what is going on here. They they give a lot of love to the artists and, and these venues that we play and the people that employ them um, and the bands that employ the crew. Yeah, nothing uh, would happen without you know, the crew. You guys, you guys don't know, and, and you should really... It's it's important that that they get some love and and we show them that uh, that we're thinking of them because you know times are tough. It's not just the musicians. It's not just um, you know these people that you know you think can't play shows right now. It's like the people that can't set up the shows. And it's everyone drive from you it's, to the shows. I mean, it's everyone from the door guy to the GM. You know, and right. uh, and everyone in between, and you know, being someone that or at least I'm fortunate that I'm also have been on the side of the stage where I'm a, I'm a musician and I'm playing. And then I'm also a crew, you know, guy and, um, an engineer. And so, you know, someone could have perspective on kind of both sides feeling that. And, uh, and I a musician. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I definitely do. <laughs> I definitely do feel, right. uh, that. And, you know, for my brothers out there, shout out and much love. And, you know, we're all going to get through this and, you know, this will just be a hiccup in history, you know, hopefully, and um, we'll continue on, you know, working on our craft and doing what we, you know, love to do most, which is put on shows. Yep. We're starting back slow here, folks, and trying to build it up as we go. And, and this is something that I wanted to start for a while and uh, and try my hand at. And, and me and Benny have talked about it for a long time doing this. Um. And, you know, this is like, I feel like a better place for me to reach you and express myself. I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm burnt out on the social media. So this is where I'm letting you know what I'm up to. And you'll hear from guests and Benny's going to host a bunch of these podcasts, bring on people that he wants to talk to. Uh, we're going to have Pappy on. He might host some as well um, or just be a guest himself. And, you know. Astrology Days, Big Cartel. Check out some of our artists on Bandcamp. We've got shirts, stickers, music, vinyl. Um, shout out to Farm 93, which is Pappy's company, where, where they're, they've got a hemp farm and working uh, Amazing on Amazing CBD sorts of products. CBD stuff. Yeah. And, um, and we've got all sorts of good stuff coming. So my record's getting worked on, right? Ben? Yep, yep. <laughs> Benny's helping me out with finishing that. We've got a, a bunch of cool like visual uh, companions with uh, the audio, which has been nice. It's been been something I've been working on for a while. So I'm excited to share that with you. Um, we've got some great stuff from Brendan Brisk coming up. He's got a really, really awesome music video coming out for one of his tunes that's going to drop at some point soon. And we've got, uh, well, let's see, what else? Oh, yeah, we've got a little um, compilation coming out, too, of all the artists on Astrology Days. It's going to be available before the year's out, so check out that. Um, anything else? No, that's great, man. That's, I think that's it. Yeah. We did good. Hell yeah. 